Hello and welcome to this week's episode of You've Got Mail. I've had to make the horrible conclusion that my phone microphone is actually better than the microphone that I paid money for, which is a slight disaster, but it's fine. It's okay. This is why I didn't splash out an expensive one, which maybe I should have, but we move, we move, we move. The money has gone now. The money has been spent. How are you all? I'm sorry there was no new episode last week. I tried to fit it in and I was running around and I was like, Sunday night, I'll get home. I'll record an episode. It'll be fine. Release it Monday morning. It'll only be a little bit late. But my journey back on Sunday was horrific. I had to get a train, then another train, then a bus, then I had to drive. And this is not even a long journey. It was just Manchester to Scarborough. It should have taken me two and it took four and a half hours. And afterwards, because mum made me drive back to, from Malton, I was just like, no, I'm not in a chatty mood. It's just going to be, it's just going to be a boring episode. So I decided rather than rushing one, we'd take the week off and then come back fresh this week. <sighs> feel like there's a big life update there's a there's a lot that's gone on so you probably know from my instagrams that last week I had my graduation which was really really exciting and something that I didn't think I was bothered about but now I've had it done I'm actually so so happy that I went and so happy that I got to have that experience because beforehand I didn't really I didn't think it was important. I didn't think I needed it. I felt like I'd left uni and that was that and that I'd really moved on with my life. But it was actually really nice going back and seeing everyone. So I'll take you through the day. So we arrived. So the graduation itself was on the Thursday. So I moved all my shifts to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then we had to get the really early train at 834 which bear in mind when you are getting ready for graduation, this is not, that is early. I'd be ready for eight. I woke up at six. It was disgusting. I was all puffy and everything, but we move, um, got ready. We got on the train and then luckily we managed to get a taxi up to the uni because I was stressed about walking that far in heels. I didn't quite realize I'd be in heels all day and my feet by the end of the day were ruined. I don't know how girls do it. I do not know how girls do, and guys, I don't know how anyone does it, to be honest, how they like spend hours and eight hours and 10 hours. I saw a video of a woman, woman like weightlifting in stilettos. And these were like big stilettos, big, big ones. And I was just in awe, in absolute awe. Yeah, so I didn't do that. We're slightly sidetracked. And then we arrived and I went and got my gown and oh God, the gown situation was an absolute disaster. Of course, because this is me, it was never going to go smoothly. It was never it was never going to go to plan. So I arrived in the gown fitting area and I wore, I think it's called a cowl neck. I think it's called a cowl neck. I don't know. You know, it's kind of like roughly at the top. It's not like ruffled, but it's not straight either. There's like a bit of material there and it looked really nice and everything when I was at home in the mirror standing still. But I didn't quite realise that because at the back it was all like tied together, there wasn't any straps. It was kind of like, kind of like a corset type thing, all linked in. Um, So when I put the gown on, the gowns are really heavy. This is my little tip. If you ever graduate, bring some safety pins with you because my gown kept pulling my dress down, proper pulling it down. I walk out, I put the gown on, I walk to go see mum and dad. My top of my dress fully fell down, like fully fell down, fully, 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 fully fell down. And it was awful, awful because the corset at the back came undone when she was putting it on me it was traumatic. It was really traumatic. So that wasn't the best start to the day, but I wasn't surprised that it happened. (laughs) 
And then once we managed to get it sorted and mum readjusted all my dress and everything, we went and got the professional photos taken, which I am glad I had them done. And I had a really nice photographer who was like, move this way, move that way, move my hair around, move my rings. And I was like, you know what? This was a good idea because it was expensive, but I'm glad that I've got those photos now. And also for my parents, I feel like it was a nice thing for them to have. I feel like they wanted them as well. <laughs> so then we walked to, where did we walk to? We walked to this new building. We were meant to graduate in this place called the Great Hall, which is really nice. It's really, really nice in there. And then typically, just before my graduation, there's a massive storm and the roof leaks. So we can't graduate in there anymore. And I was like, are you serious? Are you serious? I already got it cancelled last year because of COVID. So we're already a year late. And now a year on, the it, it just felt a bit cursed. But it was fine. The new building was actually really nice. It was not as grand as the Great Hall. It was more of a lecture theatre, I can't lie. But it was weird because when we arrived, I didn't know where we were going. And we just went... Like, so I walked in and it turned out we had, to, we had to walk up these stairs and the parents or whoever you had as your two guests went downstairs and they went and sat in this other lecture theatre that had like more, I'd say it had more of a cinema vibe to it. It was more like a production, like a theatre area. And we sat in a lecture theatre and you, we like kind of watched them speaking on the screen and then you walked around when it was your go. So there was, I was seat 176. So there was a long, there was a lot of people. There was a long way to go. So you came in and we sat down and like they have to open the ceremony and they have to open the graduation and all these things and everyone's wearing really funny outfits. <laughs> and then you kind of wait your turn and then it was my turn. And of course, because I'm Clemens, I was first, which, you know, that's really fun. So it was fine. I was walking, I was walking and I'd managed to, sp I'd spent the entire time sat there adjusting my dress so that it wouldn't fall down and I'd got it perfect. I'd managed to... I'd, I'd done it, it worked, because my biggest fear was that I'd be walking across, my dress would come undone, it would fall down, I would flash everyone as I'm accepting my certificate. And I was like, that, only me, that would happen to. That is an awful worst case scenario. And so, I was walking along, walking along, and we came back, like, so there was a side area, and the lady adjusted my gown for me, and it was all fine. And then I walk a bit forward and some, because I was wearing these heels, which were quite like, they were strappy. They were kind of like shoelaces. I don't know how to describe it, but I start, I tread on, I like trod on one and something happened. So I bent down to go sort it out. Bear in mind, there was only two people in front of me. I was about to walk on. I was going to walk on in 30 seconds. Oh, and I bent down. And of course I done undid everything with my dress, undid absolutely everything. And it fully fell down with 30 seconds to go and I tell you not this was the most stressed I have ever been ever because I am first it's going to go and now for medical microbiology Isabella Clements and I was like oh no my one shot of this and I've ruined it I don't know what I did in those 30 seconds but it was magical and then I walked on I got it and then we had to walk on the stairs and of course well everything just came undone when I was on the stairs but I just held the certificate in front of me and just prayed for the best and apparently it was okay and when I looked at the because you have a photo taken as you're collecting your certificates when I looked at that it was fine so I'm deep breathing it's fine I'm over it and we're okay we've dealt with it now this is this is good and then afterwards we went and took loads of pictures in the gowns and stuff it's incredible to me how much the gowns cost even though you only rent them for the day like I think mine was something like 120 pounds 
And I literally wore it for three hours. Three hours. And it's going to get reused by everyone. And also, the gowns are sexist because they're meant for men when they wear ties. They're meant for wearing suits. With I know women can wear ties, but these looked old and I definitely was like, you've definitely made these just for people who are wearing ties, not dresses. And they have a little hook on them for the dress, for the ties that keep it in place. And obviously when you're wearing a dress, that's why I had that entire situation. So little note to anyone who's listening who makes graduation ball, graduation gowns. Please make some ones for when you're wearing a dress because it was stressful. But anyway, afterwards we went and we had a drink in this kind of ceremony area type thing outside the union, which was really nice. And it was nice for mum and dad and Louis to see it all. And then that was the end of it. It was weird. It was kind of like strange to go on, but it. I'm glad we went. I really am. And then we went and dropped the, returned the £120 gown. And we went out for dinner. Well, we went to the, a few different bars first, which was really nice. We went to this bar because my granddad went to Leeds University and him and my grandma always used to drink in this pub in the centre. So we went and had a drink there so we could send them a picture because obviously I just graduated from Leeds. So that was really nice. And then we walked to the Ivy and we had a really nice dinner there. And I got, sorry, I feel like something's stuck in my throat. This is horrible. I think I might be getting a cold. Um, so we walked to the Ivy and it was such a nice meal. It was really, really nice. And the interior is always so pretty. And the waitresses and waiters are always really lovely. So that was a lot of fun. And I got a free profiterole. Honestly, if you ever go to the Ivy, just make up an excuse as to why you're going there. I've said it's my birthday, my anniversary. I've graduated. Say any of these things because you will get a profiterole with a little celebration square on it. And it is beautiful. would highly recommend they don't check. Even though all the times I've done it have been truthful, they've never asked me. So little tip from the top. (laughs) And then after that, we went to a wine bar and then we went home and it was lovely. Well, I went on to Manchester, which was a trek. Oh, and because I was a bit drunk, I got me and Louis on the wrong train. Oh, it was a disaster. I got us on the wrong train because there are three stations in Manchester and there was four different trains going. And this was a lot for my brain to handle. I had had a very busy day and I got us on the wrong one by two minutes. We both had to pay £16, which was disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Bear in mind, I'd already bought a train ticket and it only cost me £3. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to acknowledge it. It's happened. We move. It's gone. It's gone. It's moved. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then we went on, me and Lou went on to have such a nice weekend in Manchester It was really, really lovely. I think especially because it's now got a lot sunnier, which is literally feel like it has happened in the space of four days. All of a sudden now we're in summer. It's like 20 degrees in London. That is mad. That is crazy for March. But it was so nice feeling the city and it being sunny and it felt like we were abroad and I missed it. I feel like because we haven't been anywhere for so long and especially not in a city when it's been sunny for so long. Oh, it was just lovely. And we spent the Friday and we just... We walked around and we went to all the charity shops and we got some food and it was honestly really, really, really nice. And we managed to find this bar that was doing two for one and we got pizza and it was delicious. I had a great day and I didn't buy anything in the charity shops. How impressive is that? I know for me, this is, this is a good, this is a good step forward. I saw things I liked, but I didn't love them and I didn't need them. I did nearly buy a little bag. 
but I didn't buy it. And that is what we are focusing on. I think my issue with charity shops is that they're so cheap that I feel almost duty bound to buy it, but not anymore. Not anymore. And then on the Saturday, oh, Saturday, I think was my favorite day. It was nice because I went a day early. We felt like I was there for ages. And it was nice coming back on a Sunday because it felt like the whole weekend wasn't over yet. It was kind of a bit less stressful. So that was good. But yeah, on the Saturday, it was even warmer. My phone died. So I got no pictures of anything. But in a weird way, it was kind of nice because I feel like sometimes I'm on my phone so much taking pictures of everything that it can kind of spoil it. And it must annoy Louis me asking him to take pictures all the time. So it was good. It was a nice little break. And so we walked around everywhere. First off, we went to a kilo sale, but we were pretty hungover. And we walk in and it's like 10am in the morning because obviously I made us buy the early bird tickets. And there's just like disco flashing lights and there's really loud music. And there is like 50 or there's so many people in there rummaging as if it's a race. Like they were, they were flipping through these clothes as if there was no tomorrow. Everyone was just trying to find that perfect vintage kilo sale bargain because it's a really good kilo sale that was there. But obviously by 10.30, all the good stuff had been taken. But it was so stressful. I couldn't even look. You know, when you're hungover and you're just like, I just don't want to be here. I just, I can't deal. And I couldn't deal. And I just looked at Lou and I was like, we literally have been in here five minutes, but let's just leave because I don't want to be here. And so we left that pretty rapidly and another five pounds down the train. But it's all right because we weren't enjoying it. And that's... I didn't catch that. Could you try again? Oh, hello, Siri. No. Okay. Oh, I don't know what's going on there. That was loud. Um, but yeah, because we decided then to rapidly leave that situation, we then just ended up walking around all of Manchester, which was really nice. And then we got on the scooters, but because my phone had died, I couldn't rent a scooter, only Louis could rent a scooter. So I had to go on the back of his scooter, which was stressful. It was really fun, but it was stressful because oh, I had to balance on the tiniest little bit of, I don't know what you call it, scooter ground thing. It was awful but in a weird way I think it was good because it meant I just closed my eyes and I just I was like Louie you just you sort this it'll be fine it'll be fine and it was great it was so much fun and then we went to the Salford Keys not Quays as it is spelt deceiving very deceiving that little sentence Keys we went there which is kind of it's where Media City is which is where the BBC and the ITV and all of the big TV radio drama headquarters are I think they film Coronation Street there, or Emmerdale. I don't know which one, but they film a lot of stuff there. And I'd never been before, and this is where Louis spends a lot of time because of his course, and that's where his campus is in Media City. And honestly, it's so pretty. I didn't realise how pretty it was. There's, like, a massive river-type thing. A river sounds too big, but it was, like, a big river. Um... River sounds like it's really fast running. It wasn't. I don't know. Just a big bit of water. <laughs> there was that and it was really pretty. And there was like an alchemist and loads of there's like a museum and all of this stuff. But because I'm on a budget right now, obviously we are not going to the alchemist. We're not buying cocktails second day in a row. So we went to Sainsbury's and bought our own little picnic, which was lovely. And we just sat in the sun. And there was loads of people like roller skating. There was loads of kids learning to like ride their bikes and everyone was having drinking. And there was these two people, these two friends. And they were each like, they had these mini little um, canvases and they would like paint for 10 minutes 
and then they'd swap it and the other person would paint their picture and they just kept swapping it and they were there for like an hour and they had a picnic they had grapes they had music on they were like drinking iced tea and they were I was like you guys you've cracked it you found the perfect Saturday that that is really really lovely and then they just packed up and they went home and I want to do that I want, that is my next thing to do. Although, I feel like that would be weirdly expensive because you'd have to buy all the little bits. And I bet if I did that with Louis, he'd be annoyingly good at art and I wouldn't be. And that would just irritate me. Because I wouldn't want to pass them mine and then pass me theirs and I ruin theirs. Or worse, they ruin mine. Hmm, maybe that's not for me. Hmm, we'll see. But then, obviously, that was the Saturday. And then on the Sunday didn't do a lot to be honest I got a coffee from my favorite coffee shop in Manchester and then we came home and then I had to drive from Moulton which was a very long way with Jemima's friends in the car which was stressful very stressful but we did it and now we're here and it's Wednesday and there's only two more days left and then it's the weekend and I'm excited I'm having a very good week what exciting news to share which I'll share next week but it's all very very exciting at the moment But what I want to talk about this episode, which I should probably get to soon as we are 20 minutes in, was closure. Because it's something that I haven't talked about before. And it's something that I didn't think about really before. But it's something that I have changed my opinion on rapidly, massively, very, very fast. So when I was in Leeds... Leeds was a great time. I met great people. Um, It's nothing on that, but I don't think it was my happiest time because of what was going on with me and my ex. It made me really, really miserable. And because it like Leeds is where I went to therapy, it was all kind of like where my like mental health hit crisis point. And I think I've always subconsciously associated Leeds with that type of environment because I literally had my last day of therapy and then all of a sudden COVID hit and we were leaving. And so I never really got to build on making like better memories there. Obviously I had third year and it was still really fun. And I do look back on those memories really fondly, but I never, I didn't have another year there reshaping it into a more positive experience. It was more just kind of, well, COVID's here and that's great. And that made it really hard to be at uni during COVID, obviously, because it was the isolation. And I was worried, would I see Louis? Would I see my friends? I couldn't go home. There was no family. Like, do you know what I mean? It was really hard. And so Leeds had always been painted for me in a kind of like, it was good. There were some really good memories. I met some great people, but a bit of like a, I don't know. Uni was different than how I thought it was going to be. And it was hard. It was really hard. And so Leeds for me had never been... I don't know, I don't want to say a a place of, not a a place where there wasn't, I don't know, when I look back on it, I was like, I didn't want to go. And I think that's why when I got my invitation, as I said on my Instagram post, when I got the invitation, I didn't want to go. I just didn't want to go. I was like, I don't want to go back to Leeds. I don't, there's nothing there for me. There's nothing, I just don't feel any need to go. There's no point, really. And now I see how wrong I was. Because in my head, there was no point of the situation there was no reason why I should go I just was ready to accept and move on and I think I've always been quite like that quite like I want to what clinical I think that's how I describe it I'm quite clinical when there's an issue there's something that I don't like I can quite like I'll just cut it off and I don't think that's that healthy like when I didn't want to go to these I was like I'll just cut it off it's fine and that was it and I was like it's gone to me now it's been and it's gone and it's happened and we're moving on, on to bigger and better things. And that was where my headspace was at. 
when I got the invitation onto Leeds. But then I told Louis and I told my mum, and I was like, oh, this has happened. This is an invitation. They were like, oh, that's brilliant. We should definitely go. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And I was like, really? I was kind of thinking you'd all say no, but okay, here we are. We're going. That's happening. And I really didn't want to go. But I didn't want to dig my heels in because I could see how much mum and dad really wanted to go. And especially because when you've supported someone through the course, and Louis, when you'd supported someone through the course for that long, it's also a moment for you as well to think, like, we did it. Thank God. Wow. <laughs> a relief moment. So I was like, oh, fine, we'll go. And then we ended up going. And I had such a lovely time, such a lovely time. And I went with like my family and we were in such a good place. And I went with my boyfriend and we're in such a happy place. And we were all together as a four. And I was like, this is so happy. And I was thinking about how now I've got into London and now I've got a new exciting thing coming. And I was like, this is all really, really positive And because I was in such a positive frame of mind when I went back to Leeds, especially because this was a kind of a ceremonious end farewell. Do you know what I mean? It's not just like, oh, we're leaving. It's like this big grand goodbye in a way you've graduated and this is the end and it's a proper event. By having that proper event at the end of something, I really feel like now I've left Leeds on way more of a positive note. Because beforehand, I just clinically cut it off, just cut it. It was like black and white. All right. I finished uni, that's it, we've moved on, I'm onto this, now I do this. Whereas this was like, I finished uni, it ended, and now we've reflected on it and we've looked on it and we've got this really happy final thing to remember it by. And I really, really enjoyed that because I never felt like I said goodbye to the Leeds uni itself. That sounds weird, but like when I was revisiting, I was looking at the uni and I was looking at all the buildings and thinking about how much time I'd spent there and how instrumental that time had been into building who I am now how much the therapy had helped, how much the people I'd met had helped, how much the course has helped and opened up so many doors for me. I think it made me realise how many more positives there were out of that experience than I'd originally thought. I think it's so easy. It's easy to have rose-tinted glasses and it's also very easy to have, I don't know, negative-tinted glasses too. If something wasn't perfect, to kind of think that none of it was good and nothing good came out of it, or just think that it's a place of hurt for you, or think it's not a place where you're going to enjoy yourself. But when I went back and I, there was so much positivity in this experience, it made me realise how many other positive things had happened that I'd totally forgotten about. I had literally just focused on being with my ex, leaving COVID, working during covid the placement dissertation i'd 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 skipped everything kind of in my head that were real highlights and now going back and visiting everything it was really really pointed out to me and honestly i felt really proud of myself i was like we've come so far this was honestly a massive step forward and i feel like now i've closed that chapter in a really positive kind of healthy way and now i feel like i have left leaves like it wasn't just cut off and move on i feel like i've left and it was good and it was happy and i got to like end on so much more of a positive note i wish i'd have gone i didn't realize there were these drinks afterwards and i just got distracted with mum and dad and everyone they were like oh we need to go for dinner and they were rushing around and i didn't realize there were these drinks with my course mates and people on similar courses which would have been lovely to go to but these things happen, you can't go to everything, and it's just a mistake, do you know what I mean, it happened, I wish in a way I'd gone to that, but I didn't, and it's okay, there'll be other things, but I don't know, I'm just really glad I went, and I always thought that closure was a lie, 
I don't know why I thought this, but I always just thought, you don't need closure from anything. You don't need it. There's literally, you don't need it at all. You can cut something off and you don't need to go back to it and you'll be absolutely fine. Because I'd done that with other things in the past. And I guess I had been fine, but I'd done it because I had no choice. Whereas in this time, I had choice. Did I want it to be a positive end or did I want to just leave it and like not care about it? And I think it's easy to convince yourself you don't care. But you've got to remember, this is something you should be really proud of yourself for. And in these moments where you're forced to kind of look back on where you have been and when you're graduating, you think about how far you've come and how amazing it is that you've done it. I think then you're forced to look more at the positive sides of it and be grateful for it. And it shifts your mindset about it. And it's just a really great thing to do. So this is your sign that if there's something that you've achieved or a big goal that's happened or something that's changed, but you're viewing it in a bit of a negative way, is there any way that you could revisit it to make it more positive I don't know if you finished a course could you go out for a meal invite someone to go out for dinner with you and just think about everything great that happened or go for a walk it doesn't have to be something extravagant it just needs to be something that means you marked the occasion and you thought about the positive that came out of it and you've kind of accepted that you've accepted how you want to remember it and you've kind of reframed it I think that's the thing that I've got most out of my graduation is that I've reframed the experience in my mind and now I feel really happy about it. And I think it's something that's always made me feel quite anxious. And now that anxiety's gone and it's almost like a little weight's been lifted. And it's nice. When people ask me about it, I don't feel as anxious anymore. And I didn't realise that that was what I was needing. I was needing to reframe it into something more positive. Strange. It's a weird little world. The mind's a strange place. Very strange. But... Seeing as I have now been talking for 25 minutes, you're probably ready to run off. <sighs> so what new things have I done this week? We always end the podcast like this. Oh, I felt like I just saw a shadow behind me. That was weird. We're just going to move. Um, new things that I've started. I started a new book called The Midnight Children. I am liking it. It's a fat book. It's a big book. Something. It's something to do with India's independence, and I purposefully haven't read up on it. Have I started it because the cover is pretty? Maybe. That might have been a motivator, but it's actually really good. It's a different type of book than I've written, bef- uh, written, read before because the narrative's so strong in it and it's so interactive. Like you feel like you're having a really good conversation with someone and it's a funny conversation and it's emotive and the language used is really interesting and it's not hard to grasp do you know what I mean they're telling you a story but they acknowledge that he's telling you a story as well it's kind of from first person like he talks about things he'll be telling you the story and then he'll switch back into how his back hurts because he's been writing for so long and that type of thing so it switches to being kind of this more diary colloquial type language and switching into being more of the storytelling and switches between the two which I think makes you feel like you have a better connection to the author and that makes me want to read it more because I feel like I'm more invested in the story you know it doesn't feel like I'm reading a clinical book it feels more I don't know rooted in a story and I'm interested and I'm enjoying it I feel like it's gonna take me a while to get through I'm only on page 56 at the moment but I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I think it might be one of those that you get into and once you get into it, you can't put it down. So we'll see where that goes. Other things that I have tried new this week. Hmm. I made bao buns. Oh, that was last week. Oh God, the world the world is moving into one. Um, I made bao buns and that was great. I made the best meal of my life, if you didn't know. I've already spoken about that. I'm going to make them again for dinner tonight, which I'm excited about. Um, Other new things that I've tried have been...
Oh my God, how could I forget? I have watched season two of Top Boy. Well, technically it's season three, but the new season two. Me and Louis binge watched it all weekend. We watched eight episodes in two days, which is quite bad, but it was brilliant. I loved it. I don't, I don't know if I love it as much as the first season, but I really love it. And there's definitely going to be a season three. A hundred percent there's going to be a season three. The ending is shocking. Shocking. So this is your little note to self that if you haven't watched the second season, if you haven't watched the first season, you need to go and watch it because it's good. It's really good. Definitely first season's better, but I feel like the third season will bring more stuff together and I'm excited about that. So that's another good thing that I've been watching and I've been eating anything exciting. Mm, pizza, but I feel like I hadn't had thin pizza in ages and I had that at the weekend and it was delicious. Really, really delicious. Would definitely recommend but other than that, nothing new to report. Oh, I got a new, we'll do a little skincare moment, tiny little one. I feel like I should share more skincare things because I work on the skincare counter. I've tried a lot of the skincare products that we sell at Sainsbury's. So I can tell you, if you have any questions, just let me know. I can tell you the good ones and the bad ones. But I tried their own cleansing balm. Wouldn't recommend disappointing it's really bitty and I don't know if it's meant to be like an exfoliator but it literally feels like I'm rubbing sand on my face it melts and then it doesn't melt enough and then when you wash it off it leaves like this layer of grease on your face which I always like washed with another thing afterwards I use a salicylic cleanser after um and that gets rid of it that breaks down the oil but I don't think I'd buy it again I'm gonna use it up because it's quite a fat tub and it is only £3.50, so I don't know what I was expecting. But normally their stuff's really good, so I'd, I was a bit disappointed, to be honest. But we move. I'm going to try something new again this week, so I'll update you next week. But I hope you all have a lovely, lovely, lovely week. It's sunny, and I'm excited, and I'm going to go buy myself flowers. And it's good. It's going well. Oh, side note, I had the implant out today. If this, If you've got it in, don't worry about it. I thought at the end of it, I was ready for her to do it. And I was like, oh, okay, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. And then all of a sudden she just wheeled away. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, it's over. She was sticking the plaster on. And that's what I thought was her getting ready to start. Genuinely didn't feel a thing. Not a thing. The only thing that hurts a little bit is the anesthetic. So if you've got the implant in, don't worry about anything. I was stressed and you just don't need to be. So really, really stress-free. Other than that, <laughs> nothing new to report. I will actually leave now as we've had a 30 minute episode. Hope you all have a lovely week and thank you for listening. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at you've got mail underscore pod and I post every day. I'll annoy you there. <laughs> have a lovely week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.